I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just break. It's the Alma Gunner experience. It feels good to be back. Ooh, it's been a minute, brother. You know, Kate always had to step in for you a couple times. And, and you did well, man. Man, he handled that thing down. You know, the first one, I think he just brought his sister to, to give him a little support. But after all right. that, I mean, you know, the next one, Kate, I was like, man, I got this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was um, yeah, two two great shows. Um, uh, it, it's great to know that he he can he can step in when he has to. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, he made it look easy, man. Coming down from Kansas, actually, he's back up there right now. Got his feet yeah. up, I'm sure. You know, or out there hunting something or shooting something or yeah, you know well what's cool you know he got to roll out to kansas in that new toyota ford one right PRD, so you know he's stretching her out you know he's gonna put the sun leaf back drop all the windows feel like he's in a jeep baby so, right. uh, so yeah i'm excited for him man i'm excited and, and you know i know it's his mother's 70th birthday they were going out to, to celebrate and uh, so he'll have a big time with his family that's what it's all about man building memories you know that's right. It's beautiful. K-Dog, we miss you. Hey, Coach, yes, this week, I'm, I tell you what, I couldn't have rolled into a better topic. I feel like uh, this is just the hottest stuff ever right now. Sacrifice and commitment equals ownership. Ownership is the topic this week. No doubt about it. You know, we, we've talked in the past about, you know, uh, being on mission and, and, and things like that. But I think one of the biggest things, man, it boils down to ownership. You you have to own whatever it is you say you want to do. Um, you know, and my mom used to say, hey, if you mess it up, you clean it up. I mean, so you have to own the things that don't go well, you know. And I think a lot of times people shy away from that. But ownership to me, it's pretty simple. You know, it's about what are you willing to sacrifice and what are you willing to commit to? I mean, uh, that that's how you really get to ownership. So... Uh, and thinking about, you know, what we needed to talk about, I think this is a, you know, a great time to talk about it. You know, we're, we're now on the backside of summer. And I think, you know, with the fall coming, uh, there's things we need to own now, you know, especially for the student athletes, right? Um, you know, if, if you haven't owned your fitness and your mental toughness over the summer, it's going to show up in the fall. Um, I, I think, you know, for businesses, once you start rolling in the fall, if you haven't done the things you needed to do on the front end, Hey, you gotta own it. You gotta own it. You know. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 one of my favorite topics to be honest. You know, you, you hear me talk about it a lot, man. Yeah, you, you just gotta own your stuff, man. Uh, be an advocate for your life. Well, it's interesting. We coming out of uh, Independence Week, and a lot of people want to say that they are independent, that they're free, <laughs> but they don't want to pay the price, and they don't want to own it. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Because the price of freedom isn't really free. You know what I mean? Um, and, and to be independent means that you have to be willing to sacrifice and commit. I mean, think about it. If you want to be an independent person, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with that. And there's a lot of things that you have to commit to uh, in order to maintain that independence. You know, I think about, you know, you and I being entrepreneurs and starting, you know, our own businesses. Uh, yeah, you know, we we like to think we're independent, but you and I both know that that comes with a lot of sacrifice and a lot of commitment. There's a lot of people that's depending on us uh, for their livelihoods. Uh, our families are depending on us. So if you're not willing to, to own that and own all that comes with it, it's probably not going to work out well for you. Yeah, that's where whining, complaining, that really gets under my skin. Because if, <laughs> if you don't like it, 
then just own it. Take ownership. Well, and, and that's the thing, you know, the cool part about ownership and, and, and you know, when we talk about these seven gyms, you, you, you're going to you're going to hear, them, man, one of the big things, you know, one of the gyms that, that I love the most is like you got to be willing to change. Like if you don't if you don't like something, man, you got to be willing to change it, identify it, change it and move on. Um, again, that's that's part of owning your stuff. How come there's so often people walk into a situation, they feel like they can't own it. I, I actually, I remember the story you told me you walked into the gym one day and, uh, and a guy came up to you and said, man, you walk in like you own the place. That's right. Yeah. It was funny. It was, it was actually at the Y and I'll <laughs> never forget that dude. I walked in and, you know, and I guess, you know, he's seen me, you know, all the time walking in there and he goes, man, you walk in like, you well, I do own it. I mean, dude, I pay pay fees just like everybody else. I mean, if that ain't ownership, what is? Right. You know, I, 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 they, they but like it's something wrong. Like there's yeah. something wrong with owning it. Like exactly. why can't we own it? Yeah, they, they send me a monthly bill just like they send you one. And to me, <laughs> that's ownership. Anytime I'm paying for something, brother, you best believe that I, I, I own part of it. You know what I mean? That's uh, right. So, but that's always kind of been me, man. I, you know, I, I felt like, you know, ownership was the only way to go. You know, and, and, and we talk about this a lot, uh, me, me and some of my buddies, you know, who are African-American. I mean, I think that for us, you know, ownership, think about it. There's not much that we get to own. Uh, so I've learned to own my life and be an advocate for my life and to create what I want and to build something that lasts, you know, a, a legacy that someone else can, you know, build off of. Uh, that, that's, that's important to me, you know. That, uh, so that that's just a part of my DNA and who I am. Mm. And when you own something, don't let it go. Don't just let yeah. it go so easy. Yeah. You know, well, you own I mean, your voice, right? You own your energy. That. You own your presence. I mean, there's so yeah. many things that we own. You own your name. I mean. Well, and that's the thing, right? The thing is, is I think that you you have to commit. You know, Malcolm says, uh, when you believe in something, you got to believe in it enough to die for it. And mm -hmm. so my thing is, is when I own it, man, I'm gonna own all of it, and I'm gonna own it all the time. And I'm going to hold on to it as long as I can hold on to it. Because I'm willing to make that type of sacrifice and I'm willing to make that type of commitment. But that's real ownership. Like, you know, again, we talk about being an advocate and, and knowing your value and not losing your voice. So for me, no, I'm not losing my voice, brother. I'm going to own it. And the things I say, I'm going to own those things. The things that I do, I'm going to own those things. Uh, because that's a part of, you know, as I tell my sons all the time, that's like being a man one-on-one. Mm. That's part of being a man is being able to, to own what you do, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, uh, so, you know, that's, that's that leadership stuff that I try to bring to the table with them. Well, I think ownership is one of those things that that's a lost art. You know, it's a lost art and it's something that, that uh, leadership oftentimes wants to try to evade, wants to, wants to yes. just right past it and move on to the, to the happy stuff. But right. You know, listen, I know you got some gemstones. You got them dialed up. You got them in your pocket. About to yeah, pull them out. I got, I got. Well, you we know, you start know, at the top, though. Listen, man, you just hit something important, though, is because when it does boil down to leadership, it's not about pointing fingers. And, and, and everybody likes the, the, the fluff stuff. Uh, but, but ownership, man, involves all of it. And some of it's nasty and some of it's tough and some of it's hard. But you got to be willing to do it. So listen, the first gemstone is the most important to me is you gotta just start dreaming. If you're gonna own something, you, you gotta start dreaming. Like 
what does it look like to you? What, what do you want your life to look like? I mean, you, you got to have a starting point. Um, that's part of it. If, if, you, if you don't have that gemstone right there, in my opinion, you're never going to own anything. You're not going to own it because you don't even know what you're playing for. You don't even know why you're out there. Uh, so for me is you got to start dreaming. You know, what does it look like at the end? Where do you, what do you want this thing to do? You know, how's your lifestyle going to be on the backside of it? But that, that starts, you know, I always tell people what you think is more important than what you do, because most of the times you're not going to do anything you don't think about. So you have to think about this thing. What am I playing for? What am I bringing to the table and why is it important to me? Yeah, get real clear on that, right? I mean, oh. you gotta have a clear vision because your body is going to behave as your mind tells it to behave, right? That no doubt you, about it. You play for the picture in your head. No doubt about it. I mean, and, and the picture in your head also always dictates your behaviors. It dictates what you're going to do. And so you have to be crystal clear. And the thing about being crystal clear about it is, is that way nobody can talk you out of it. And you can't talk yourself out of it. See, when you're really clear about it, man, you can't talk yourself out of that. <laughs> That's your destiny. That's where you're supposed to go. And even if you don't want to go there, you're going. Because that's what, you know, God is giving you those talents. He's giving you certain things. And when you really connect to that, man, you can't mess that up. <laughs> you can't. He's not going to allow you to mess it up. You know what I mean? So you have to become really clear. Really clear. Because you know, the moment that you say you want to do something, there's going to be some haters, right? There's going to be some people telling you what you can't do. Um, so you need to be clear about it. Um, so you're willing to sacrifice and commit all the way to it. I think one of the tricks with that is a lot of times people focus on what they're doing or what they have. Yes. But I think if you focus on how you feel in those moments, Oof. and when you're visualizing how you feel, that's where you're going to train yourself really well. You know, what's so funny about that is, you know, I tell athletes that all the time, man, that, you know, being successful, especially, you know, from an athletic standpoint, it's a feeling. It, it is a rhythm that you get into. And so when you have those moments where you do something really well or you win, you need to recognize what that feels like. You need to get your body used to that. And then also, Ben, when you do something you don't like, don't do that again. Because remember, you lose a championship game and you see people, they cry and they hurt and you go, okay. So, you, so, so that feeling you're having right now, you don't really like that. So let's not repeat that. So now let's go back and really put in some more work and we're going to come back and change the outcome of it. So you're spot on. You, you, you got to know in the moment how you're feeling, because I'm telling you, man, when it feels when it, you, you hear me in training sometimes when I'm putting it on them, I say, boy, this thing's starting to get real good right now. Feel good to me, <laughs> man. When I start talking like that, it's usually not good for the people on the receiving end. <laughs> You can feel that rhythm, can't you? Yeah, on the, on the receiving end, if you hear coach say, oh boy, this thing's starting to get real good to me. Oh man, <laughs> that, that, is, that is not what you want to hear if you put me to work with me. <laughs> you know, last night I watched uh, the Copa America and, and I saw yeah. Neymar and Messi. And, uh, you know, Messi comes out on top after what, uh, nine times, oh, and nine, right. you know, yeah. and and to see the emotions, the difference between Messi and Neymar, and Neymar is just in pain. I mean, just in, yeah. and yeah. and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, oh, Lizzie, you've won a you've won a few, you know, you've done okay right. for yourself. 
But man, he was hurting, and he's friends yeah. with Messi, and he's watching Messi and the Argentinians just go crazy. Well, you know, but the thing is, right? You're only as good as that last transaction. So even though I've won, you know, eight prior, man, this is the one that means something because that's the one that I'm playing for today. Uh, so I, you know, I get it. I truly understand it. You know, uh, that's the thing about athletics, boys. It's, it's it's hard to be undefeated. You know what I mean? It's hard to have a career the way you've never lost or never had to feel uh, that pain of losing. Uh, but that's what I think makes sports so great is that mm-hmm. most athletes, you know, they, they've experienced that. And so they have to know how to fight and come back and dream bigger the next time. And um, so it, it's what makes us unique, I think. You're right about that, Coach. Hey, what's that second gemstone, man? You got me hungry. Let's go. Well, listen, man. <laughs> To, to me, anytime you dream big, and a lot of us have these dreams inside of us, right? But but this second one, you know, you got to determine what's holding you back. Because think about how many times someone's come to you with a good idea, or you've had a good idea yourself, but man, you just won't act on it. You won't act on it. There's something holding you back, right? You know, there, there's something that's causing you to go, ah, man, I I I I want to do it, but I'm not. Matter of fact, I'll give you a pretty good example. It's like, uh, you know, I'm a BMW guy. And this past week, I, I happened to, to see a, a five-speed five series, which is unique, man. It, finding a manual shift car now, is, is it was old school too, man. It was like a 98. The price was good. I mean, it was, but it was, you know, it was, it was in Orlando. And man, I wanted the car, bro. But I'm like, ah, I just couldn't bring myself to drive down and get it, you know. I'm like, so, so a lot of times, you know, so here's the dream car, one of the dream cars, right? But I, I, I just didn't act on it. So a lot of times, you know, we, we dream really big, but there's, there's, there's some things that hold us back. So you got to be able to identify what are those things holding you back and ask yourself, why is this really holding me back? Why is it stopping me from acting? Because, you know, to think about it is one thing, to talk about it is another thing, but to act upon it. I mean, that's where the rubber meets the road. And that's what we have to do. We have to be willing to act. How, how long do you stay there and, and, and think about that? Do you write it down? Do you spend time meditating on it? Do you let it do what it's doing? Let it slow you down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I always say, man, look, you, you don't have to be hasty about these things, right? Uh, especially when you're dreaming big, I think that it's important to make sure you have a plan. Like you got to kind of lay some stuff out. And, and the thing is, you can let it marinate a little bit, but you don't need to let it marinate for months. You know, you, you, you got to say, OK, because there's a time and place where you just got to act upon it. And, and that's why we have halftime. That's why we have timeouts. We can always make adjustments along the way. But at some point, you know, you got to get in there and see if that thing works. You know, as my papa used to say, hey, listen, man, theory is good, but does it work in the real world? And so at some point, you're going to have to put this out into the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Tennis is a great one. You know, you sit and yeah. you watch him go back and forth. Somebody might lose a set and he'll sit down for a minute. Yeah. They oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you got unla- unlace their shoes and then lace them back up again, you yeah. know. Well, and strategize, right? And strategize. So, you know, here's mm-hmm. some things that, you know, that I should have done better. And, and, and so, you know, that won't happen again. I think that's part of owning things is, is learning. Like when you really learn and go, no, 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 we're, we're not going to do that again. Um, which takes us to gemstone number three is you have to face those fears, you know, whatever is holding you back. 
you, you have to get to a place to where you're willing to face them head on um, because they're not going nowhere. You, you know what I mean? You, you try to run away. That's the thing, too, about problems. <laughs> you, you can run away from them, but I promise you they ain't going nowhere. They're not going anywhere. They'll be right there when you get back. So I think anything that you're fearful of, uh, you, you can try. You know, it's like someone who's afraid of spiders, right? Spiders everywhere, man. You, 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 you know, you, you see one and you get all scared. Somebody can come in and take care of for you. But guess what? Tomorrow there's another one. There's, a, there's another one. Um, you, you can't kill them all. Um, so I, I think that you have to be willing to, to commit to, to facing those fears. Yeah, I think you're you know, spot on with, with fear because oftentimes we choose not to do something out of fear of failure or yeah. fear of success. You know, we just don't know what's on the other side. So when you can right. take the time to visualize, you can, you, can, you can take the time to really investigate it and you can look at it and say, this is what it's going to be like for me. This is how I'm going to how this is how I'm going to create what I want. Well, it goes back to the dream, right? To, to what it's going to look like. So anytime you're trying to get through that fear, you got to hold on to your end result. Like, look, just everything that I want is just on the other side of the thing that I fear the most. So I've got to be willing to just put in that work and then get to the other side of it, which again, now you're talking about Jim Stone number four. And this is what I talked about when we, we first started that, that you were going to hear this Jim Stone. Dude, you got to be willing to make the changes. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're fearful of something, think about it. You, you got to do whatever it takes. You got to sacrifice and commit to whatever it takes to make the change. And for some of us, we just don't want to do it. We 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 just think, you know, my grandfather used to say, so you just gonna keep hitting your head right right on the brick. Just 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 pounding your forehead, right? Not that's not working, but you just gonna keep, you're gonna make it work. So you're gonna make that fit. You're gonna make that round pole fit into that square peg. Okay, I'm gonna sit back and watch you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think you there's a time, man, when you just have to change. You have to change. You 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 have to grow. Uh, because if you don't, you lose it all. The big dream that you had, man, it's gone. Uh, there, to me, is a constant, there should be a constant shift, a constant evolution inside of you every single day. Where you, where you know, you're not necessarily changing, but you're growing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're taking these new experiences, these new experiences, new experiences that, and you're putting, and you're them, putting them into work. Make that change. It's, hey, does it start with the man in the mirror? Oh, that's what Mike that's said. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, Mike's spot on. You know, Mike, Mike, the guy that told us, look here, let, let that simmer. I'll know when to come in. See, Mike, you know what? Mike tried to give us some good stuff. You know, we got caught up in the music, but the lyrics is what you should have been listening to. You know what I mean? Whatever you want in this world, man, it's got to start with you. Yeah. Man in the mirror, it's got to start there. Yeah, I think that's where the work begins because um, you got to get clear on that. You got to get clear on where you're headed because otherwise yeah. you're just going to make things more difficult and make more challenges for other people. Well, you know, which which brings us to, to number five, you know, you got to own your mess, right? You know, and, and, and what the point that you were just making is so spot on. My mother's like, look, so you mess something up. What you want me to come clean it up and then tell me that I'm not cleaning it up right. That, you know, that, that that's what happens. 
is that we we want other people to come in sometimes and and do the work for you. Uh, you see me, you see me in certain situations, you know, dealing with people, and I'll say to you, man, I'm I'm, I'm not going to own their mess. I'm not paying for another man's sin. I can't do it. So there's there's times when I know that you know people want me to say certain things or make things. I'm not uh, I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm the master at doing that with my kids, by the way. Like, you know, because, you know, as parents, you kind of know what's going on with your kids. And, and there's certain things that will happen. I'm like, mm -mm, I'm not. Mm -mm. I'm going to make them have to come to me for that. I, I'm not I'm not going to own their mess. Um, so I think that's a big thing. When, when you really want to change, when you really want to grow, when you really want what you say you want, you, you're willing to own it. You know, you're willing to own that messy part. Um, and, you know, life's messy, brother. You know that. Life gets messy sometimes. Um, I don't think anything substantial ever comes out of anything that hasn't been messy. <laughs> you know, I think you have to, you know, when, when you when you want to be a good cook, you got to mess up a few meals. You got to mess up a few yep. meals. You got to you got to learn, you know, that, well, that no, that didn't work out right. Just throw that away. and Let's let's try it again. You know, as we like to say, you got to break a few eggs, brother. I think I think that's a skill as well, Coach. A, a great one to have here because you, you, what you say here is own your mess and then sacrifice all that you need to clean it up, to clean that slate, to be willing yeah. to, to wipe it clean. And and it doesn't take. I mean, it takes a lot. You got to mm -hmm. swallow your pride. You got to yeah. be willing to look in the mirror. You got to be willing to do the work. You got you can't just shortcut it. But if you're willing to own it, if you're willing to apologize at times. Yeah. yeah. Say I'm sorry and yeah. mean it. Yeah. And then be yeah. willing to take what you got to take, your medicine with that. I think that's well, important. It, 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 because no matter how big or small your successes are, they all come with sacrifice. I mean, that's, that's just a fact. But who you are and, and, and what you want to be, all that stuff matters. And sometimes you, you just got to eat crow, man. And it's okay. Like sometimes you just, you just got to apologize. But my thing is you got to mean what you say. And because when you mean what you say, it's easy to let go now. Now I can let it go. You know, I, I've done my due diligence. I can let it go. I've owned it. I've apologized for it. Now I can get back into the fight. Yeah. But man, when you, when you don't own it, it, it's like pulling a hamstring. If you don't rehab it, brother, it's going to nag you to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be around a year from now, that same problem. Years to come. So let's own it. You know, let's own it until we can move forward. Love it. Love it. And, and listen, why not have conversations with the people that are part of your dream? Well, see, baby, bro, you shooting threes today. I like the way you shoot that ball. Look here, because it, man. Day, well, think about it. Think about it. You know, when you dream big, I mean, it doesn't do you any good to hit the things you want if you can't take the people you love with you. You know what I mean? And what people want to know is what's in it for me? How does it work for me? So anytime you're dreaming, man, you got to invite people in. Invite them in to show them how, look, this benefits everyone. I grow, you grow. You know, uh, I have a saying with my with my one of my good buddies, Easy. You know, Easy man. We we we're more like brothers. I mean, we we we've known each other for fifty eight years, bro. I, like I've never known not known him, 
Uh, but we have this thing, man. If I if I got a dollar, you got a dollar, brother. I mean, that's that. So 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 we know. <laughs> hey, if I got a dollar, you got a dollar. And and when you can help people to understand how they fit into your life, whew, man, that's that's huge, brother. Mm. That's huge. That's huge. Because if you're chasing your dream, but you're not, again, we, we, we said this, I think a couple months ago on the show, you know, when you hear things like it's lonely at the top, well, man, if you get to the top and you by yourself, man, you've been a piss poor leader. That means you didn't, you didn't invite anybody in. You didn't tell anybody what you were doing. You weren't trying to bring anybody along. You don't really have friends. That you're, like, that's crazy to me. Man, wow. if, if I get there, shh, I want to get there with some friends, man, so we can really have a party. You know what I mean? I don't it's need a party at one. Yeah, it's big every time. Let's party. be real, Coach. It's big every time. Yeah, man. Look here. Yeah, I'm a party of one every day. I need a little bit more than that. Come on now. Uh, so Speaking of every day, Coach. Speaking of every day. I mean, yes, let's sir. talk about this, Coach. Because at the end, you know, everybody talks about the big stuff. But it's sometimes it's just those small wins. And sometimes it's just right in front of you. And, you know, I know for a long time we talk about the promised land and, and how the Israelites, they just marching in circles. And, the, and yeah. all they have to do is just cross right over. Yeah. Just cross right out. Yeah. They were just two steps away. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, I got my everyday's game day shirt on today, but you and I both know I got wiped out. Yes. I got wiped out every yes. day. Every day was recovery day for me yeah. for like two and a half weeks here. Still yeah. working it, still working yeah. it out. Well, again, but you know what? You made, you made a good point, right? So the Israelites, <laughs> it's right there. But the reason they never got right there, they wasn't, they wasn't willing to change. They weren't willing to change, brother. They weren't willing to commit to sacrifice what they needed to. So, so, so that's why those things are important. Because a lot of times what you want, man, is really there. Like I said, most of the things we want is just on the other side of the things we fear the most. But we got to be willing to just step back, sacrifice, commit, stay in, listen well, prepare, and then execute. Those are the things that are important. So then you get down to number six, which you just say, you know, you're wearing your everyday's game day, right? So number six, man, this is this is the gemstone right here. The, the real gemstone is this you is got to commit to doing the work every day. Man, every day means every day. You, you, <laughs> you, and, and what really kills me is right, and, and, and you you man, you've heard this a million times. You'll get a person. They're working out or they're doing something and then they'll miss a day. And then here's what they'll tell themselves. Well, I'll do twice as much the next day. <laughs> Man, you can't make up for that day that you just missed. I don't care if you, you work yourself into oblivion. You done missed a day. That means you have missed an opportunity. You do not get that back. That's just fact. But yeah. you'll hear people say that all the time. Well, I'm, I, 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 I've done enough for today, so uh, tomorrow I, I'll do twice as much. Yeah, okay, let me know how that works out for you. Let me know, because that doesn't work. You got to commit to it every day. You know, there, I think there's something mentally and physically that you can do every single day that moves you closer to where you say you want to be. You got to just chip away at it. You got to keep chipping away at it. You know, I read an interesting thing uh, this week. Did you know that Starbucks did not have their fifth store until 13 years after opening their first store? Wow. That Walmart did not have their second store 
to opening after opening their doors for seven years. Wow. Think about that for a minute, bro. Think about that. And everybody wants to say, I'm gonna turn this thing and it's gonna go fast. And you know, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna flip this. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, in, in the words of my mentor Pat Williams, you will wake up and be an overnight success 20 years later, because that's usually how it works out. <laughs> you go out to put in two, three decades, and then all of a sudden you're on top, and then people think that stuff happened overnight. So let's commit to it every day, man. Let's commit to uh to doing that work. Um, you know, when, when when you own it, you gotta own it every day. Well, and you say here, commitment means all other options have been cut off. No doubt. Listen, and, and that's so easy to explain. Think about this, bro. I, I mean, and everybody can relate to this one. Think back to a time in your life, maybe when you were a kid or maybe when you were in college or maybe you were at work, you know, there was something that you were supposed to do. So let's just say, you know, back when you were a kid, your, your mother told you, look here, Greg, when I get home... <laughs> If this room isn't clean, there's going to be problems. Now, she probably had done said that to you two, three times before in the past. But this time, when Mama, when Mama Grace, Grace said it, there was there was, some there, there was there was something that was, and you were like, whoa, wait a minute. I done pushed her away. I done pushed her way too far, right? That room was clean when she got home. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. See, when you have no options, you'll get it done. That's when you'll commit. And I always tell people, you get to that point when the options for not getting it done is greater than your butt can stand. See, that's when you get committed. You get committed for when, when failing, what you will get from failing is worse than your butt can stand. That's when people get committed. That's why the best way to play anything is with your back against the wall. Because everything has to come to you. Well, I but think you if you look at the facts in your own life, you take a moment and you say, okay, and if I put this in perspective, there's a reason why I have this dream. There's a reason why I have this vision. Yes. Where does it come from? And yes. why, does it, why does it matter to me? Because at the end of the day, you and I both know, and this is why I say that you have to be real clear on that dream. As long as you have options, brother, you ain't going to be 100% in. Come on. Let's be real. If, if, you know, that's why I don't like when people talk about, I'm going to go to plan B. That means you wasn't in the plan A. As long as you got B, C, and D and all that, how committed can you be to A? You got options. Come on. It, it's, it's, like, it's like walking into to, to a store and you... It, to Ben and Jerry's and they got 32 flavors. That's too many options. You stand there all day talking about, I don't know which one I want. But you walk in and look, they, they only got chocolate or vanilla. Look, man, you, 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 you get it and gone. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it's like, think about how many times you go out to eat and you pick up the menu and there's a whole bunch of stuff on the menu. Waitress done came by five, six, seven times. Waiter done came by seven, eight, nine times asking you what you want. And here's what you say. I don't know, too many options. Too many options. Man, commitment is when all other options have been cut off. That's when you commit it. Mm. I love Oprah Winfrey's story. And, and she's somebody, obviously, <laughs> she, she, she went ahead and just owned it. Uh, the owned OWN, it. the yeah, Oprah Winfrey yes, Network. She, she straight did. up owned it. 
Yes, she did. Owned all of it. Yeah, but you you know, sometimes people don't like to look at the painful parts of their story. They like to pretend like that never happened. Yes. That didn't exist. And one thing you taught me early on was be willing to share your suffering. Be willing to Absolutely. share your struggle and, and, and help the next generation with that. And I think that's one of the aspects of this. When you talk about all other options have been cut off, if you really care about humanity, that's easy. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to see that you have to put in some work in order yeah. to move forward for the next generation. Well, and I think it's just important for the next generation to understand that hard work is in the is in the equation. Like when it, it, it's like now, you know, you got the NBA finals going on and, and, and you look at Devin Booker and what he's doing. And I mean, I mean, he, he's the sons are really playing lights out and Booker is playing lights out. And, and so you have a lot of little kids looking at him going, wow, you know, Devin, but, but you got to understand he didn't even start in college. He did not start at the University of Kentucky. But think about kids today. If they go to a school and they do not start, what do they do? They transfer. They transfer. He didn't do that. So, I mean, I, I think it's important that people understand that there was some struggle, that there was some sacrifice, there was some commitment, there were some things that had to happen in order for you to get to where you are. I think we have to be very realistic and, uh, and show people, you know, you, you know I, I say it a lot, I go, man, I make a lot of things look easy. <laughs> I make a lot of things look real easy, but um, you know, you, you've seen it. If you've ever worked out with me, oh, it, it looks easy. <laughs> it, it looks easy. If you ever heard me speak, you know, they, oh, it, it, it looks easy, but um, you're gonna leave there having to, having to do some soul searching. Either way, my <laughs> job is to make you think, right? Um, so I think it's important to just commit to doing the work, you know, being the best you can be every day. You know, I, I, I love what I do. And so I commit to it and I work hard at it every day, you know, because I want to be the best at those things, um, which then brings me, you know, to number seven. I mean, um, for me, I, I've always focused on the results, you know, to me, that was important. And, you know, no regrets. I, I didn't. I, I didn't focus on the regrets. I always focus on the results. You know, am, am I getting the results that I want? Uh, and if I'm not, then then that's on me, and I got to own that. Um, I, I don't regrets or or things when when people, you know, don't have big dreams and don't challenge themselves, and then they leave it all on the table. I think that's when you regret things and say, man, I wish I would have done this. And because, you know, the big dream you have, not only did you not do it, you, you were afraid to dream again. Uh, to me, that's, that's the regret. Uh, so for me, it's like, Hey, re what results are we getting? You know, are, are we, are we getting more mentally tough? Are we getting faster? Are we getting stronger? Uh, are we more athletic? Uh, are we a better leader? Uh, do we know how to be a good teammate? So those, those are the things. And if, and if the results show that we're doing that, okay, I'm okay with it. But if they show that we're not, then we got to commit and sacrifice and do something different. That's so good, man. And, and to me, that takes me back to that Lionel Messi story where he, again, is just be constantly being told he hasn't won the big one or he hasn't won a big one, right? So, right? so then he wins and I see him and I'm looking at his teammates and he's literally hugging every yes. single person, the camera yes. guy, the trainer, yes. the chest. 
the water boy, like the backup, the scrub, the scrub, scrub, like, like giving every single person the most meaningful embrace. And I, and I just, I'm so uh, just caught up in what you're saying here, coach, focus on results instead of regrets. Don't worry about what hasn't happened. Wow. Well, I mean, I mean, the thing that you're saying about Messi, what Messi realized was it was it was a team effort, not just the teams that he had on the field, but the people behind the scene. And we talk about that all the time is you could do bad by yourself, but you can't win by yourself. And I think that 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 teams are very successful. Everyone's committed. You know, everyone's committed to that success. And, and I think that if you are a leader and if you are a class act, you understand that. It's kind of like, again, watching the Phoenix Suns. Look, Chris Paul, I mean, CP3 is a leader. And, and, and he's been a leader on every team that he's on. But the difference is there's some people on this team that has embraced his leadership style. They're with him. And they want to win. Look, they want to win this thing for him. Just like they wanted to win it for Messi. Trust me. Booker wants to win this thing for CP3 more than anybody else. You understand what I'm saying? And so that's powerful. When, when, you, when you start to take that kind of energy uh, and that level of uh, want to, where everybody wants to, man, it's, it's, it's hard to beat that. You know, um, I look back to, you know, when we first met and, and, and you starting a storyo, you know, like revamping it and recreating it. And in my head, I'm going, what you're doing now based on where we came from, I can't even remember. Like, think about all that we had come, but it, but it was this team effort. It was this want to and getting the right number of guys who really wanted to, and girls who wanted to, right? Uh, and we all came together and we committed to something. And we said, look, we, no, we're going to grow these businesses together, which is crazy when you think about it. Like, who does that? Like, you, you got these two entrepreneurs who come together two kind of separate businesses, but they're really one business because the one makes the other one better. And the other. Dude, who does that? And so when I look at, man, like I had someone actually hit me up last week and tell me that they went back to the beginning of our podcast and now they're listening to all of them and they go, the way this show has evolved is crazy that's what i'm saying i think we committed to it you know what i mean we didn't abandon it we just tried to keep making things better like how can we really engage people and really touch people and, and help their lives be better and 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 you know that's the real commitment mm. focus age nation age nation yeah. hey listen we got to celebrate this a little bit coach hey two one one thing we've done that i that i love is We've evolved from the, the super freak every week that we honor to the maximum velocity performer, the MVP. And, um, and the list is, is growing with, with really some exceptional individuals. It's just amazing to think about. But this week, I'm really excited about, Coach, because ownership, sacrifice, and commitment. I know there's somebody that you're thinking of right now that is going to represent that big time. You know, when, when, when you think about ownership and really sacrificing and committing uh, to what you want, uh, it, it, it's my man, J.Y. Jacob Young, um, you know, we've talked about him before on the show. He's a baseball player. 
um, played at Ponte Vedra High School, went on to play at the University of Florida, and and he's entering the MLB draft. You know, today actually, you know, um, he <laughs> we 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 worked out on Thursday, and and he he looked at me and he said, Coach, you know, I've done all I can do in the next seventy two hours. I just got to be patient. I got to wait, and uh, and hopefully my name's going to be called. Um, I can't think of anyone uh, other than Jacob who has put in the amount of sacrifice and effort and committed to something that, and he owned it from day one. Uh, we hooked up when he was like a freshman, you know, leading to his freshman year. Um, he couldn't even play baseball at the time he was injured. So we worked on running and, and I said, we're going to get fast. We're going to get strong. We're going to get all these things. You fast forward. The next thing you know, this kid is committed to the university of Florida and, and in his life, you know, everybody's told him, you know, you're too small. Uh, you're never going to play at Florida. Then, you know, he, he gets to Florida and it's like, nah, you, you, it's just not going to happen. Then all he did was go there and have put together a 30 game hitting streak, you know, break the Florida record. And um, he's lightning fast. I mean, he hits a ball down the third. You may as well not throw it. He's safe. Uh, he is the, he's a table setter. Uh, and, and you can go back and look at every game that Jake has played. He's got the dirtiest pants on the field. I mean, he, 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 he's just a grinder and, and, but he loves it. Uh, but he, but he took ownership. He took ownership for, if I want to be an exceptional athlete, an exceptional student, regardless of my size, I, I've got to just own all of this. And he did. And he owned it to the point to where he graduated in three years from the university of Florida while playing baseball. So, so go ahead and think about that one for a minute. Um, just just an unbelievable kid so you know i'm excited to to sit back and 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 to be honest you know jacob young made me a baseball he, he made me a, a baseball lover because of the things that he's doing i mean he's just so excited and so to hear his name uh being called today uh is going to be uh it's going to be something i mean i i feel that he's going to go in some early rounds and but it's going to be good to, 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 to say, man, that's a long way from freshman year of high school and, and uh, not being able to even play the thing that you love, uh, but knowing you were going to work your way back to it. And he did. And, uh, and he owns it. He, he, he owns it and, and he pays it forward because on Thursday he actually was with me and we, we, we had Clayton with us, the project. We had Clayton Hodges with us. And, uh, and, and so, you know, Clayton's getting ready to enter college uh, play at JU and, and Jacob, you know, took his time and talked to him about school and what to expect and what to do. And, hey, you got to keep doing these things. And, uh, you know, and hey, you got to listen to coach. And I mean, he, he just it's everything we talk about. We talk about finding people who pay it forward. Uh, Jacob, you know, he, he, he knows where he came from and he knows what it took. And he's willing to share those stories. So, so it's absolutely amazing. He's our MVP, and, and I'm excited for him and his family. I mean, I mean, if there's if there's a person that really deserves it, JY, he he JY, lightning in a bottle, baby. And uh, the great thing is, is he's an athlete who happens to play baseball, because I can take that kid and put him in any sport, and he would excel. Wow. And, and when you so. picked him up, when you picked him up, he was a platinum child, right? Like no, yeah, no, yeah. no injuries, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, that's what I always say. You know, uh, my, my kids, they, they are, they are my best advertisement and they're my worst advertisement because by the time people see them, yeah, they're pretty good. You know, they're, they're studs, 
but they they don't know where those kids come from. I mean, th this kid, dude, listen, I would give him workouts and say, hey, these are the things you need to do when you're not with me. And he'd go right out there to Cornerstone Field on the football field, and he'd run 100-yard sprints and 80-yard sprints, and, and he'd try to get friends to go, but they wouldn't go. So he'd just do it on his own. He showed up at 7 o'clock in the morning for four years training before he went to class at high school. I mean, he came to workouts before he went to, to class. So, uh, you know, and this is high school. So, so this, this kid committed. And, and there were several times, man, where he'd do two-a-days. We'd, we'd see him in the morning at 7. He'd go to school, go to practice, come back, and see him in the afternoon. But he wanted it. I remember the first time I saw him was actually he was in high school and I, we were we showed up to do a video with you and and he was in the background. You were you were there just train him. He wasn't part of the video and he was running hundred yard sprints and and like full stride. Yeah. One after another by himself. And and man, I just remember thinking, good Lord, that's a workhorse right there. Yeah. That's yeah. A workhorse. You know, he, he, hey, he's definitely he's a thoroughbred. <laughs> and uh, but he, he, he definitely put in that work, man. He's not afraid. Uh, I've always said that one of the greatest qualities that Jacob had was the ability to just be in his own world. He didn't, he didn't, man, he could turn his ears off and not hear all that, that outside noise. Hey, he'd be in his own world doing what he had to do. He always knew what it was he had to do and he did it. Well, and he showed up, he's, he's in the Bay said spot too, you know, so. Yes, sir. We got yes, that. We got that down before he makes yes, it sir. big. Breaks it big now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, we we Jay. Listen, we we knew we we knew him way before now, and uh, he he's gonna make the MLB exciting to watch. Guarantee it. Awesome. Congrats. That's so cool. We'll be watching tonight. Go get it, JY Gator Nation. By the way, got to show yeah, the love. Yeah, I see, I love, see, I love, see, love I it. Love it. Love it. Gator. My youngest son graduated from florida so we can go actually you know he and jy graduated at the same time so um you know I, they they were there together so i get it i, I understand i mean uh, got love everywhere man got love everywhere it's good it's good <laughs> listen ownership sacrifice and commitment if you don't already have it download the gemstones for this week this is a map this is this is somewhere you sit down and you fill in the blanks you do the work you write it out and keep it with you. Put it in your journal. And it's something you're going to take with you. It's going to absolutely help shape your future and continue to help you achieve your dreams. Hey, listen, the Alma Gunner experience. What a show, Coach. As always, an absolute pleasure. Grateful for you. Well, you know what, baby bro? It's good to be back, you know, connected with you. And, and uh, we're doing what we do. And, hey, we're going to keep moving this thing forward. That's the only thing we know to do. I mean, it's like my granddaddy said, you and I ain't smart enough to know we should stop. We just, we just, we just keep rolling, brother. Uh, you know, you either roll with us or get rolled over, but this thing is rolling right now. Uh, hey, to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for, you know, sharing these moments with us. Uh, keep going hard, and as we like to say, every day is game day, gun out. Thank you.